It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing on this Marquesas Monday? Well, Jake, uh, you know, it's just another Marquesas Monday. Uh, I wish it was Sunday. S- s- no, we're going to take it from the top. I'm doing the William Shatner version of it. No, no. You should be doing the Did You That's Watch Survivor Last Night version day. of it. My I Don't Have to Run Day. Survivor Sunday. I just want you to say Survivor Sunday. Survivor Sunday? Thank you. Speaking of Survivor, did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala! Guatemala! Jake, you know I did. Cool. I'm really glad we got into it quick instead of continuing this horrible William Shatner uh, bit. Uh, William Shatner is canceled. I don't know if you heard. Oh, okay. Sorry that you don't like his version of Common People. Oh, no, that one's good. Sounds like a you problem. Also, he was uh, he's he's a two time Columbo murderer. So that's not something to celebrate. What are you talking about? The Columbo murderer is like the best acting role you can get. How do you say that? <laughs> I mean, what, what do, do you mean? Why do you ex- say that? Excuse you. Why do you say that's the best acting role you can get? Right, yeah, it's I've super only fun. seen like one or two episodes of Columbo in my day, maybe three. It's just you get to you get to just you get. To be like a real scumbag who commits a perfect murder and then tries to deceive Columbo for an hour—it's great. Oh, it's like you, a, it's probably very fun to play. You sound like a guy who, when Ben Linus said "We're the good guys," Michael took him at his word. That's the kind of guy you sound. I'm like. not saying that they're like good people in the show. I'm saying that it's probably a fun role to play. Give me one second. I definitely kicked my phone to the ground. No, so, no. What were you saying? <laughs> And it happened again. Uh, I was saying that I'm not saying that like I endorse their actions. I'm saying that it's like probably a fun role to play. I'm okay. I'm sure that's fair. I just my issue is I haven't seen enough Columbo. That's the big issue. Well, Jake, in the same way that if I was like Michael Emerson's really good on Lost, you wouldn't be like, oh, so you love Ben? You think he's yeah. cool and you agree with all his actions? Um, I would say actually Ben Linus is really good in Parenthood. Let's talk about positives, not negatives. Ben Linus, a villain. We, okay, so Ariel and I are, you know, slowly ben working. Ben Linus, a villain, for real. Uh, Ariel and I are watching Lost very slowly, but surely, which is great. Um, we haven't even gotten to Ben Linus yet. We're not even close to Ben Linus. We're like halfway through season two. So when I said. What did Ariel. What did Ariel think about the um, the opening scene of season two? Uh, very positive, very cool, and I was I was like, um, remember that scene uh, where Alex's boyfriend is kidnapped by um, Ben's people, and they do the Clockwork Orange to him in that room. Mm-hmm. That's how I was when it was the first scene of season two. I was the Clockwork Orange Dharma people. And Ariel was Alex's boyfriend. That wow. was a, that was a metaphor that made sense, right? Yeah, it made sense, perfect sense to me. Um, I still remember we were. I think we were at we were at your house for a lost party. Yeah, when that scene came on, and it, we were all like fifteen, and we're like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is fucked up. This is crazy. This is twisted." Um, yeah. That, I don't think I had seen Clockwork Orange at that point. Was it Clockwork Orange? Am I thinking of the right movie? Yeah, you know, where the, they have, like, his eyes open and they're making him watch stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, but I, I didn't know that that was what they were uh, referencing in that scene. And um, both scenes still stick in my head. Uh, I think the the first, De- the Desmond introduction scene is the best thing in the entire show, oh, as far as I'm shit. concerned. Speaking of Desmond, um, did you know, I don't know why you would know this, but my cousin recently gave birth to a child named Desmond. Isn't that cute? That is cute. Is it the child named after Desmond from Lost? Well, here's why I bring it up. Because they recently posted a picture to Instagram, the mobile app, and 
it was a little onesie, Desmond in a little onesie, and the it was a black onesie with white lettering that said 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. So that's really cute. They should get a little Dharma initiative jumpsuit onesie for, 100%, for that kid. 100%. Also, this is not the, this is more common than you would think because a family friend common of people. ours. Yeah, one of Joanne's friends uh, named, uh, uh, Joanne is my sister. Yep. Uh it's a little little Easter egg for the for the podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, but uh, it, uh, her her friend named uh, her son after Desmond from Lost. Also, so oh, would they name him? Uh, Des Henry. They named him Henry Ian Cusick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's my brother's name. <laughs> I watched uh, the pilot great. for the the show The 100 that was on the CW. Oh, I kind I, of remember I, that. Yeah, I've heard that it's quite bad in like a crazy way. So I was like, okay. And Henry and Kizik is in it. And he has a fucking American accent in it. They no, made him you. do an American accent. No. But he's a bad guy. So I think maybe mm. the reason they did that is they're like, he'd be too charming if he yeah. had his regular accent. Um, What was the title of the first episode of The 100 called? I don't remember the mm. one. <laughs> and there were 100 episodes. Yep. Um, well, the episode of Survivor that we watched this week was called Secrets and Lies and Idle Surprise. What do you think of that episode title? Uh, pretty good, I would say. I would agree. Um, this season has been really good with the episode titles, honestly. Like, everyone is alliterative or rhymes or, in this case, both. So... High marks from me, the professor of Survivor. And that's what my nickname's going to be if I ever go on Survivor. If this season was as good as the episode titles, it would be a classic season. Yeah, what's that about? Good episode titles. Kind of boring season. Great season, boring episode titles. Yeah, it does seem like there's an inverse relationship there. I'm looking up um, Triple H right now, seeing if... um, they had good episode titles or not because i genuinely don't remember that one is so bad that i don't think i think that is an outlier in like every way Hmm. um let's see well you were gonna say something before i brought this up oh i was just saying i the first thing in my notes for this episode is just that i think that the edit this season is a problem because it just feels like they're really focused on the least interesting people it's all like Bobby John and Jamie and Stephanie. Um, well, first of all, it's Bobby Job now. Bobby Job. <laughs> well, he's gonna have to get a damn Bobby Job after this episode. You're telling me. So here's the thing. Um, I I found the episode titles for Triple H. It's time to play the game. They're kind of good. First episode. Okay. I'm not crazy. I'm confident. Second episode. I'm a wild banshee. Eh, it's kind of a mid one. My kisses are very private. Great episode That's title. a really good one. I don't like having snakes around. That's a menacing episode title. The past will eat you alive. This is why you play Survivor. Get to Gittin, Playing with the Devil, Fear of the Unknown, Buy One, Get One Free, Not Going to Roll Over and Die, The Survivor Devil, that's pretty good, Million Dollar Night. It, to be honest, the post-merge episodes are kind of boring, but... The pre-merge episode titles, a lot of really good ones. Jeff is the survivor devil. He can be your survivor survivor angle or survivor devil. Yes. Uh, I think it's uh, the Secrets and Lies and Idle Surprise is a very good episode title. Uh, it first aired November 10th, 2005. How many viewers do you think it received? As a reminder, last episode s- received 18.28 and saw an increase on the previous week. I'll say uh, 18.1. Uh, let me give you the hint again. Uh, previous episode, increased viewership. Okay, 18.5. No, Thomas, it actually received 18.98 million viewers. Where were all these people before this? Look, they, people, you know, word of mouth. They were like, hey, the season of Survivor, pretty decent. They've introduced this I thing called the Immunity Idol. Immunity maybe Idol. Did it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. 700,000 people in America were like, Immunity Idol, hidden. I love everything you're saying. Uh, 
Also this week in America, our high school football team, the Rockford Rams, played the Granville Bulldogs in the district finals. How do you think we did? And remember, we lost to Granville in the regular season, 10-13. to 13. It was one of our two losses in the entire season. I'm going to say we learned something. All our losses was le- all all of our losses was lessons and uh, <laughs> I think that they won and I'm going to say they won 24 to 17. Thomas, not only did we win, but we shut them out 48 to 0. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I I would say we learned our lesson. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> So we start off at camp. Jamie complains about Bobby Job uh, saying that he had no class. But to be fair, Bobby Job was right in this case. He didn't have any class when he was so rude in that challenge. He sucks. (laughs) Uh, Rafe says he is ready to change up this game. Lydia makes breakfast. I'll say, uh, hmm. let me start over. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Lydia's great. I really like Lydia. Every time she's on screen, I'm like, hey, look, it's Lydia. Yeah, I think having a little... Lydia's always doing, like, fun camp stuff. Yeah, she's great. And she's not doing, like, I don't know, annoying strategizing stuff. Um, no spoilers, but I'm going to be really sad when Lindy, when Lydia ends up being voted out. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I don't think she's winning. Do you think she's winning? Am I playing mind games I think that with you're you? trying to trick me mm. and that maybe she wins. Mm. We'll see. Uh, Gary, Bobby Job, and Danny are the targets. No surprise there. Bobby Job goes looking for the idol. And then Gary talks about beating Detroit at the end of a game after being down by 20. What does this mean? Like, I'm not familiar with much landscaping. You know, I've mowed a lawn or two in my day. But, like, how do you beat down by 20 in Detroit? landscaping maybe like they had like 20 lawns that they had to finish over a certain period of time and oh. they just managed to like you know they really like hunkered down and they they uh worked smart not hard and they got it done yes oh my god yes you're right. okay so similarly to the rockford rams and the granville bulldogs had their regional finals the landscapers of southern michigan also had their regional finals and they had to complete you know 40 lawns in a weekend, you know? Gary must have been down in the Detroit area by 20 lawns, you know, on a Sunday morning. At the end of the day, though, made it up and won. That's great, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't know the landscaping that's, business was so competitive, but that's Yeah, really it's fun. rough out there. That's why he's such a good athlete. Yeah. <laughs> he really gets it done quick. Um that's fun. I'm really happy with Gary Hawkins. Great addition to the show. I hope he comes back someday. What do you think of this reward challenge where they had to throw an arrow at the target with their little tool? Pretty great. Pretty good. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, simple, fun, easy. You know, there's, it's, I, I realize simple and easy are synonyms. Any challenge but. where, like you're using something that could ostensibly kill someone. I want more of it. A hundred percent. Like, yo, you've really hit the nail on the head there, Thomas. That's a really good summation of what makes for a good challenge. The, the, the one last season in Palau, when they had to hang on to a crate while the tide came up and drowned them. Yeah. Somebody could have died. That's a great challenge. This one. Great. The guns in Palau. It's great. Yeah, I definitely want more of, like, I agree that somebody maybe being able to drown makes it more interesting, but also, like, what if Jeff was firing a gun at them Mm. while that was happening? You have to not drown, but also avoid the gunshot of Jeff Probst. This is a great idea for a challenge, honestly. We're going to get there eventually. You know you know who would actually do that? That would be something TJ would do, and TJ (laughs) would do his laugh whenever he drops somebody. He'd be like... Guys, I will be firing this forty-five caliber pistol at you while you answer trivia questions. <laughs> and he shoots people at random, not the person answering the trivia question. Yeah, uh, and just laughs. Yeah, oh my god. 
Why are we producing these shows? We're producing this dumbass podcast where we're filled with ideas for these reality competition shows. TJ or Jeff, either one of you. Ooh, okay. TJ has that. I think that's in there somewhere. From what I've seen of TJ, I think there. I don't know that he would do it, but like, there's a a version of his life where that's where it leads him. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So everybody gets a meal at this challenge, uh, depending on how they place in the challenge. I thought this was pretty fun. Oh, this was very fun. I, uh, I I really appreciated. Gary getting like a single piece of pizza. Yeah, obviously I'd be very happy with that. You could do worse, but also you had to watch everyone else eat. Yeah. Uh, in my notes, I said Bobby John is eating respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary was looking respectfully, you know. Whereas Judd was like, Judd was just eating like Dagwood sandwiches. He was out there like Shaggy and Scooby, just like. <laughs> ordering like 400 things i like that he ordered like like 12 drinks yes uh he initially got steak and lobster which seems like a lot i was glad that they were like you can bring two other people up to the table because i would not be able to eat a steak and a lobster a full lobster that's a huge lobster yeah i also don't like i don't love steak i've been told oh maybe you've just never had a good steak yeah probably but also I've never liked any of the ones I did have, so that's, you know. Yeah, you've probably never had a good steak. Who are you? You're. I don't want to eat it all the time, but it's like, if you have, like, a good steak, it's it's a great once-in-a-while thing to have. I also just, like, don't care for, you know, beef so much. I feel like it's kind of I, I get that. boring. Uh, so I probably would have been happier with the chicken and veggies. They also got spaghetti. Okay, pick one. Pick one of these meals. We didn't perform the challenge. We are uh, viewers of the challenge. So we get to pick, right? We're consumers. So we get to consume one of these meals. That's what I'm trying to say. You get to pick one. Steak and lobster, chicken and veggies, spaghetti, burger, pizza, ham and cheese sandwich, baked potato, fish, or ramen nuts. Ramen nuts? I don't remember. Which do you want? I would probably take the steak and lobster. I think wow. second bourgeoisie Thomas over here. That's right. Second, I would maybe wow. do. I'm trying to think of what the runner-up would be. The chicken and veggies would be okay, but I don't know. That's you can get that anywhere. Um, <laughs> Fair. What was? Can you can you read them again? Steak and lobster, which you already picked because you're bougie. Chicken and veggies, which you said you don't want. Uh, spaghetti. Burger, uh, which um, Jamie said, nothing tastes better than my self-respect when he was offered the burger, um, which was very funny. You also could have gotten pizza. Don't know what was on the pizza. Ham and cheese sandwich, baked potato, fish, and Raymond nuts. I'd probably eat that burger. Mm. What if, okay, follow-up question, burger or your self-respect? Uh, burger. I'll take burger. Wow. Spoken I've like a true I've been faced with that choice numerous times, and I have always chosen burger. <laughs> um, I probably would have taken the uh, pizza. I love me a pizza, and that I would have been good with one slice because I have self-respect. I know when to stop. Now let me just take a sip of my mamita. Mmm. Okay. So I was going to slurp it, like, really obnoxiously. <laughs> that was an unpleasant <laughs> I thought noise it would be really made. funny. I forgot it was hard seltzer. It was a lot of bubbles. <sighs> um, so that was, um, that really backfired quickly. I feel like a real <sighs> Judd. Because... Hoisted by your own petard. Hoisted by You're my own petard. Smoking on a big stogie now. Um, he, he drank a lot. Very funny. I, you know, Judd has always been a favorite of mine, um, and it continues to be so when I see him drunk. Just a great Getting game. really drunk in a game where you have to do a physical competition afterwards is really funny. To just be, like, super hungover. Oh, my God. I was, I'll tell you, Thomas, I was quite...
quite hungover after my niece's one-year-old party. Your niece was out there passing out drinks to everybody? Here's the thing. She went to bed at like 7 p.m. Like a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, what a dork. She doesn't even want to party with her family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Sin City, uh, she'll learn, you know? She'll learn the ways of the Sin City. Uh, Judd invited Stephanie and Bobby Job to, to, to eat with them, uh, so that's fun. Um, Bobby Job wants to move a 30-foot tree, which he assumed was a stump. I really appreciated Gary's narration in this scene. Very funny. Gary continues to be my favorite guy this season. Sorry, Judd. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Around. Um, nothing's going to keep him down. Judd tells everyone that the immunity idol is on the ground because he had read a clue that said it was in a tree. Flawless oh, strategizing know, from Judd. That is pretty great. I do want to note uh, in my notes for that after Bobby John is eating respectfully, I said Judd eats all of the food in Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> he really did, and I'm not mad about it. I love Judd. That was great. That's what that's what you want him to be doing. What do you think Judd's chances at this point are? Do you think he could win? I I don't want to underestimate him, but also no. Wow. You know, that's what the wizard Chris Jericho said about... I don't know. What's his name? What's his name, Thomas? You literally just saw the elite wrestlers this weekend. I The wizard Chris Jericho was not in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm sorry. That's why he's a heel. Um, who did he just face off that we said is the wrestling version of Judd? Oh, is it Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston. Oh, my God. I... Eddie Kingston was there, but not for any film segments. He basically just came out and was like, Grand Rapids, we love you guys. Thanks for coming to the show. Dude. And I was like, yeah, thanks, Eddie. I'm f well, glad to be here. After Orange Cassidy, I think Eddie Kingston might be my my second favorite guy in AEW What's not to right like? Now. Right? Like... You watch one promo of Eddie Kingston, and you're like, I'm a fan for life. This guy. Yeah, this guy's cool. He's great. I'm rooting for him, whatever his plight is. Eddie Kingston rules. Oh, if they do an Eddie Kingston versus Orange Cassidy, uh, what do they call him in wrestling? Uh, story? No. A feud, feud angle? angle, whatever. Either one. Um, I'll have a real hard time knowing who to root for. Because I like both That would be a really a funny pairing for a feud because one of them talks the most and one of them does not talk. Yeah, it honestly would be perfect. Okay, actually, Tony, book it. Yeah, just Tony can come out. Uh, man, I, honestly, I think one of my favorite parts about the whole experience of going to an AEW live show was Tony coming out to hype everyone up and just being like a little twerp <clears throat> who is allegedly on cocaine. And uh, and just just being like Grand Rapids, thank you guys. I love. I've been here a lot of times. This is a great city. Thanks. Who wants to watch AEW? And he came out like five times. I was just like, <laughs> I need Tony to tell me how much he likes the city. <laughs> um, I love that. I love any time a artist, and I am saying that Tony Khan is an artist, because uh, he built AEW and it was nobody else. I love when they. Like pander to the the crowd though to the city. When do, he's he's having fun, it's like it's like and who can blame him? Grand he, Rapids is a very he's fun like city. a thirty something year old Make a Wish kid, and I'm <laughs> I'm glad that this is happening for him. It's like have you seen the Mister Show sketch where uh, David or uh, I think it's David Cross plays uh, this like terminally sick kid, and it turns out that he has. Um, imminent death syndrome and what it means is that like every so often it'll just be like he's gonna die immediately so this band has to come over and like pretend that they're his friend and then they'll be like actually he's not gonna die and the band is like you suck get out of your kid and that's like he's gonna die again actually and then they're like oh i'm so sorry we're your best friend <laughs> tony khan has that and that's how he's managed to get this wrestling company i when you said 30 something i was genuinely surprised because uh, i thought he was much older you know being a billionaire and all but no, he literally is 39 years old. He's 39. Well, he'll be 40 by the end of the year, but still. It's true. Um, you know what? I got to say, it's easy to make fun of Tony Khan. I had a great time. 
at, at the AEW show, I think he is running a good company. Yeah, and longest serving CEO in any major wrestling promotion. So you got to hand it to him for that. You know, it takes a I lot. Do. To... Also, he's not really an on-screen character for the most part, and that is uh, very refreshing. Yeah, probably because it's very embarrassing anytime he's on screen. <laughs> it's true. Like, I don't feel like the feeling that I that I a a six three one hundred forty pound man could beat up the CEO of a wrestling company is really embarrassing for a wrestling company. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. And I also don't want to beat up. Tony Khan, because he's... No, I would hang out with Tony Khan. I wouldn't beat him up. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, uh, I I would probably beat him up for his lunch money, though. Because he's got so So much. you're saying you wouldn't hang out with him because you know you would beat him up for his lunch money. That is precisely what I'm saying, yes. And you don't want to do that to him, so you wouldn't hang out with him. You know, I'm just afraid of what I would do, you know, with these long limbs and his tiny stature. How, how tall do you think Tony Khan is? You've seen him in person. Uh, he was far away enough that I couldn't really tell. He is. Uh, ooh, I thought it would just tell me immediately, but I have to go to an, uh, an additional website. Marriedbiography.com. Seems legit. 72 kilograms. 5'8". Yeah, that sounds about right. He has stayed very private regarding his personal life. What a surprise. His sexual orientation is straight. He is not having an affair with anyone presently. That's good to know. He's a Libra. It's the best being able to work on so many different things I love. There's nothing else. Oh, okay. Uh, these are quotes, but they're like a running um, thing. So I, I, I got to fast. My mother surprised me late last night with the goat text. I love you. Okay. Uh, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. Okay. It's three quotes, and they're all very long. She, he has one sister, Shana Khan, and does not have any brothers. His childhood days in Illinois, sister and parents. His ethnicity is Pakistani-American. Oh, so they just copied... This website just copied Wikipedia. Seven billion dollars. How do you get that much money? Uh, Shad Khan owns some sort of manufacturing business, I think. Hmm. I think they manufacture stuff for cars or something. It's like parts. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. Like, reading his Wikipedia article, it feels like he just is built different. Like, he hustles. That's a good point. He doesn't bother being a hero or a healer. He more is a hustler. Yeah, it's all about that grind. We could learn a thing or two from Tony Khan. If you ran your own wrestling business, you, you have... Everybody's a free agent, Thomas. Who's your world champion? And who are they feuding I mean, with could, presently? You can pick anybody okay. in the whole wrestling world or any celebrity if you want to take that route. Okay. Uh, David Arquette. Hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, who would it be? I'd probably... Man, that is a tough question. Um, prob- probably Brian Danielson, and they would be... Well, he's injured, uh, actually, Brian Danielson. so... Well, okay, but like okay, you're gonna, when he's healthy. Who are you, Tony Khan, getting an injured champion? Fine, okay. If it has to be someone who's healthy. And this is a segment we call Wrestling Corner. I'll say Sami Zayn. Well, here's the good news, Tomas. He's, um, they're setting up a feud with the, uh, the bloodline with him right now. And the, uh. That's pretty cool. In the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation, um, yeah, he's you know part of the bloodline now. I don't know if you knew that, but um, I've been checking in every once in a while with the uh, WWE. Sami Zayn I would probably, is aligned with the uh, Usos think, right now. The honorary Us, you know that? Did you know that, Thomas? That's pretty cool. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but let me say who he would be feuding with. You Please. asked me a question. No, but you didn't answer quickly enough, so I was you know trying to kill time while you thought. Okay, so uh, Sami Zayn is my is my champ. He is feuding with Claudio Castagnoli for oh, the yeah. uh, for the belt. Yeah, that would actually be really fun. Um, yeah, how do they get into that situation though? That they end up feuding. Uh, we'll say that like Claudio is Sami's a heel champ. Mm. Claudio Naturally. is. This is tough though because I do feel like the best match they would have would be with Claudio being like an. Uh, you know, like super strong heel versus, uh, you know, underdog 
babyface Sami Zayn. But I think the best feud they could have would be uh, they're in like a stable together. It's like the, you know, like the Batista Triple H thing where like, or like Shawn Michaels Diesel thing mm-hmm. where Claudio's his enforcer and it's like cowardly heel Sami Zayn. Yeah, like uh, a more modern reference, MJF and Wardlow. Yeah, like MJF and Wardlow. So yeah, so we'll say, we'll say we can either do that or we could do. Um, let's say, in this company, Sammy wins the belt off of Kevin Owens, and it's like a triumphant moment, and then uh, Claudio comes out and like beats the shit out of him. And starts a feud with them. That's good. Um, who will be your tag team champions then? In Thomas's Elite Wrestling. I, ooh, ooh, I don't know that I know enough about the current state of tag teams for that to be an Thomas, educated opinion. You have all of the history of all of the wrestling industry to choose from. Pick anybody. It's your own imaginary wrestling federation okay so this can be like anybody from any time you can be anybody from any time you can pick two dinosaurs if you want i only know of one wrestling dinosaur but you could pick two if you want this is gonna be an unorthodox choice the dinosaur was a tag champ holy shit but i would kind of want it i would kind of shut up i would kind of want it to be uh road scholars oh hell yeah that's such a good choice 20 like 2013 or 2014 damian sandow and uh and And cody Cody rhodes Rhodes, yeah actually you know what i take that back miz and mizdow are my tag team champions that's also a really good choice uh and who is your women's champion that is really hard right now um please don't do that that's really inappropriate yeah i'm sorry I am choosing respectfully. Um, <laughs> so I will definitely pick the least horny uh, person that I, the person I'm least horny for mm-hmm. of all female wrestlers, uh, Rhea Ripley. Come oh, on down. Sure. You are my okay. champ. I thought you were going to pick the person I'm least horny for in all of wrestling, Sasha Banks. Yeah, okay. That's, I mean, but honestly, either one of them. Well, she's got to get vaccinated, so. Sasha Banks isn't vaccinated? I think at one point maybe she wasn't. I don't know if she still isn't. I would like to see her be Sasha Banksinated. That almost worked. Bank Banksinated. Whatever. Banksinated. Whatever. Um, okay. If I were to pick anybody to be my world champion, it would be Big E. And if I were to pick anybody uh, to be tag champs, it would be the New Day. And if I were to pick a women's champion, I already said it would be Sasha Banks. And not... Because I'm the least horny for her. I pick it for her natural ability. And I know you didn't ask, but my mid-card champion would be Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Also, the I think Road Scholars... I feel like them feuding with the New Day would be pretty good. Yeah, but also they're all fucking great. The, I would like them also maybe to be feuding with the world's greatest tag team, which was uh, Shelton Benjamin and um, Charlie Haas. I think that would also be a fun matchup. Oh, I don't think I know who Charlie Haas is. They were both, like, college wrestlers. Charlie Haas did a lot of comedy segments that were actually pretty good. That's fun. Um, I do love comedy and wrestling. That's We have been talking about wrestling for a long time. Well, yeah, because it's really This has been an really extended good. wrestling corner. Okay, wrestling corner over. Uh, Judd tells him the idol is on the ground. Uh, Jamie is paranoid and asks for reassurance from Rafe, but Rafe does not trust him. I really like Rafe. I like Rafe. Rafe is in the Lydia Club, where I like them more and more every episode. Oh, yeah. I like Rafe a lot, also. Jamie tells Gary that Bobby Job is next, and I think it was very clear on Gary's face, like, he didn't trust that at all. Also, I like that they said that Gary was head gaming everybody. Like, no, he isn't. What are you talking about? He's just trying to be a nice guy to everybody. Gary's one is incredibly straightforward. Yeah. Hey, that's why I like him. Um, actually, I'm going to change my answer. World champion Gary Hawkins, local landscaper. I, I don't know if he has the athletic background for that. Hey, you know, you actually have to be really athletic to be a, a good landscaper. How do you think he beat Detroit by 20 point. in the fourth quarter? <laughs> in the fourth quarter of his uh, route of houses yeah. that he does landscaping yeah. for. Like, that's why Gary Hawkins is a successful landscaper. He breaks all of his houses up into quarters. 
first quarter, Saturday morning. Second quarter, Saturday afternoon. And then halftime, obviously, sat Saturday evening to check yeah. in with your wife and, and kids, watch a movie. The fourth quarter, it's Saturday Night Live, <laughs> starring Gary Hawkins. <laughs> and musical ghost and host Gary Hawkins. <laughs> um, musical guest, Chris, rapping Chris oh, from the, the Survivor God. season everyone liked him on. <laughs> And your host, Jeff Probst. Uh, my my SNL announcer uh, voice is the same as my ghost voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're very similar to do. It's hard not to veer from one to the other. Do you think Jeff Probst has ever hosted SNL? I bet he has. You know what? No, I bet he hasn't because it's NBC. Mm. Um. SNL skit parodies Survivor in Russell Crowe episode. This is from LastNight.com, another reputable source. Um, oh, it looks like Beck Bennett's on this. A.D. Bryant is on this. Um, we don't need to watch it. But thank you, Hector Cruz. Oh, it's from six years ago. Um, hmm. Well, okay. So that's, um, I think that's as close as we're going to get. They also did a good uh, parody on Mad TV of Survivor. You can look that up. Oh, I bet that was really funny. It was. I watched it. Um, and the fact that I watched it ensures that it is funny. Uh, Gary agrees to vote with Jamie. But here's the thing. Everybody hates Jamie, which is fair, because Jamie sucks. <laughs> like it, They're right to feel that way about him. It was nice that he gave up uh, his fourth place meal. But, you know, if you... Or fourth meal, as we call it. We do often call it fourth meal. Oh, God, RIP fourth meal. RIP $5 foot long. I was at a subway this weekend on the way to the Sin City. A six inch is more than $5 now. Can you believe that? Crazy. And I'm not talking about my own This is Joe Biden's America. (laughs) Did you miss my joke? No, sorry, I was too busy trying to make my own. What did you say? Okay, well, I do want to hear your joke because I'm sure it was great. Um, and I said, I'm not talking about my OnlyFans. Okay. I, I just said, this is Joe Biden's America. Mm. He's actually called Dark Brandon now, so my joke wins. Oh, sorry. Uh, That's played out. That joke's run its course. How did you... People that work for the president are saying it. <laughs> oh, are you saying you work for the president? I'm not saying Dark Brandon. You just, you literally just said Dark Brandon. Anybody who says Dark Brandon works for the You said Dark Brandon. You said Dark Brandon. Anybody who says Dark Brandon works for the We're going to convene a congressional committee to determine who said Dark Brandon first. Yeah, you could easily rewind. But, you know, who's to say who said Dark Brandon first? It's uh, in the annals of history of internet. Uh, And I'm not talking about my OnlyFans. Okay, Gary practices his balance on one of the ruins. How did you feel about Gary practicing his balance? Probably good, right? Yeah, pretty good. Jamie says he's going to vote out Gary. Didn't like that. Didn't like that one bit. Not one bit. I want Gary Hawkins to win representing the outdoorsy folk of Western Michigan, and I consider myself one of those people. You, 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 you... You think you're an outdoorsy folk of West Michigan or no? Or are you just a West Michigan folk? I'm a West Michigan folk. Mm. That's fair. Uh, they had to do a balance beam and then collect two planks and go over a rope bridge and then do a balance on a rope for the immunity challenge. Pretty good. Pretty good challenge. Yeah, I like this. Uh, just in general, I thought it was pretty good. I also like that... Uh, the last segment of it set up one of the funniest ways I've seen someone fall off of a rope. I was really hoping you would bring this up. The are you talking about when Rafe like spins completely oh, yeah. over the rope? <laughs> this slow mo failure. <laughs> he like almost got his head dunked underwater when he flipped upside down. I think he did. His both his like his feet and his head both went underwater somehow. It was great, and he he was a hundred and eighty degrees flat the entire time it was perfect uh so jamie ends up winning which is um very unfortunate 
It's like when the heel they champions win. win right when, the, that type of guy always uh, wins right when he's about to get eliminated. Yeah, when the villain wins. So the plan is now Gary, for sure. And Stephanie asks, why is this too easy? Jamie, not Jamie, Stephanie, very on top of it, you know? Very good player, very observant. I liked seeing that. Gary tells Danny and Bobby Job that he can guarantee one thing. It's one of them. That was very funny. That was very funny. Gary, good guy. Good guy, Gary. Stephanie tells Gary it's definitely not him tonight. <laughs> With the most I'm lying face of all, like the least convincing. It's like in Heroes versus Villains when Amanda came up to Parvati and was like, I assure you, you should play your idol tonight. Mm, oh, yeah, I'll oh, take yeah, that under okay, consideration. Yeah, Thanks. Definitely. Thanks. Uh, Bobby Job tells Judd and Jamie to not trust Stephanie because she is a very good player. I, you know, I really appreciated this from Bobby Job, too. Yeah, he's right. She's yeah. going to do what she has to do. Yeah. Gary notices Judd is looking up in the trees when he goes looking for the immunity idol, not on the ground like he told them. Very interesting, huh? Very interesting. It is interesting, but I, as we find out later, Judd's never lied in this game before, though. He does say that. Before we discuss that, though, we do have to discuss these wildlife shots. Wildlife So we got a crocodile. We got, I, mean, I want to say millipede, but I'm not sure if that's the correct terminology, but one of those gross long bugs with a lot of legs. And, alternatively... Complete opposite. One of those gross bugs without a lot of legs. A snake. A green one and a brown one. Can you believe it? More than one snake in Guatemala. We also had a big spider. And at the reward, some dogs. What do you know about... Very happy to see the dogs. What do you know about dogs, Thomas? Tell me all about the dogs. I know dogs. a lot about dogs. Tell me. I know that I'm going to be taking care of a dog uh, starting this weekend. And I'm very excited about that. Tell me about this dog you're taking care of. This dog's name is Sully. He is a Labradoodle. Named after he's the pilot? Yeah, he's named after the pilot. <laughs> That's great. I'm so excited. Um, is this uh, is this a friend of yours? Is dog that your dog sitting? It is its parents' dog. Oh yeah, that's wonderful. That's really nice. Uh, Ariel and I recently looked at a dog. Um, we. Scheduling up. Like you were walking outside and you were like, oh, look at that look dog. Look at that dog. Stare at that dog like Gary staring at the food across the table from him. Um, we scheduled an appointment to look at uh, dogs at Paws, which is a shelter here um, that CM Punk uh, was raising money for when he was on Champs vs. Pros, the challenge. Do you remember? I do remember that, yeah. Um, when he when he beat Sean Merriman in a in an elimination, <laughs> he did. Uh, Ariel and I just watched that episode. That's why uh, we went to pause to look at a dog. But between scheduling an appointment and going to the appointment, we were approved for a house, and we said maybe we shouldn't get a dog right now. But we still followed through with the appointment and met the most wonderful dog named Rosa. She was like a year and a half old. I think she had some pit in her, which I really like a pit bull. But she was a... a, a Dolly. Yeah, Dolly. Uh, but she was really cute and loving and very, very smart. And we wanted to take her, but figured it now is probably not the best time. So hopefully once we move into the house, we will get Rosa. Hopefully she's still at the shelter when we go back there in a couple months. So when you come down in Chicago... Oh, yeah, big news in DYWSLN lore... Thomas is coming down in October to Chi-Town, the Chirac. That's right, baby. You know, we call it Chirac now after the, uh, I've heard after that. the movie. That was so good. Yep. Yeah, the movie was so popular. Everyone was like, we should call it this now. Speaking of um, looking at dogs, uh, dogs were the uh, first domesticated species ever. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's crazy. They're the the domesticated descendants of wolves. I bet you that's obvious. Everybody knows that about dogs. Uh, there are over how many how many breed how many breeds of dogs do you think are officially recognized? 
across the globe. Bet it's like 400. Try a little bit harder. Maybe like an eighth harder. A little hint into another show we have. Is it 450? There are over 450 recognized dog breeds across the globe. Did you know that all dogs have identical skeletal structures? That's pretty crazy, actually. Like, obviously, with the exception of their tails, obviously their tails have um, more or less bones in them, depending on how long they are. But, yeah, dogs, no matter how big they are, have the identical skeletal structure. Uh, dog's senses include vision, hearing, smell, taste, touch, and their sixth sense. Do you know? Can you guess what their sixth sense is? Uh, emotion. No, that's humans. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Um, their sixth sense is very similar to the fourth member of the Avatar gang, the last airbender gang. So how recently what? have you, how recently have you watched Avatar the Last Airbender? Like 2 years ago. So during the, like early in the pandemic I rewatched it. It's a great show. Everybody should watch it. I, even if you're watching it now, you should re- start from the beginning again. Um remember there was there was Aang and then there was Katara and then there was Sokka and who was the fourth member? It's Toph. And is what was Toph able feet? to do? They can sense through their feet. Yeah, and dogs can sense through their feet. That's their fourth thing. No, they're, they have a sensitivity to Earth's magnetic field. It has also been suggested that dogs can literally see Earth's magnetic field. Isn't that cool? That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, what are they doing with that, though? Yeah. Just eating poop. That's a really good point. Dogs do better. Uh. They can go gray prematurely thanks to various stressors. Uh, They have a variety of tails, which are used to communicate their emotional state. Dogs are just good. That's that's the point of this wildlife shots. Dogs are good. Yeah. Love me some dogs. What would you say the average age range of an average dog is? Across all breeds, what do you think the average age range is? Yeah, lifespan. Like... 13. 10 to 13 years, yeah. They reach sexual maturity between 6 and 12 munch, months. I'm so sorry I said munch after saying the word sexual. I wish you would forgive me. Did you see my recent tweet speaking of forgiveness and uh, admitting to your sins? I don't think so. What? Can you go to my Twitter real quick and, and just tell me what you think of my recent tweet about... Um, Sin, sinning, and forgiving the sins. I just I came up with it last night, late last night, while I was already asleep. At, not already asleep, but falling asleep. My phone was already plugged in. It had died. You know, long day of traveling, so I wasn't able to tweet it. But I thought it was really funny, uh, so I tweeted it this evening. I asked Ariel. I said, uh, I'm "Looking at a nice drawing of a frog that you retweeted." No, that's like that not frog. that's not original content. Please. Scroll down uh, to my... Recently learned, millennial priests aren't even assigning prayers anymore at confession. They're just giving kids reliant KCDs. How do you feel about that? Is that a pretty good tweet? I think it would be better if uh, Statler and Waldorf were saying it. Okay. Well, you know... I... Millennial priests aren't even assigning prayers anymore at confession. No, they're just giving kids reliant KCDs. Oh, <laughs> um, An average lifespan... Nope. An average litter is six puppies. That seems like a lot, to be honest. They don't even let you put that many people in a wagon in an Oregon trail. No, they certainly don't. Dogs cannot digest certain human foods, such as chocolate, onion, garlic, grapes, macadamia nuts, xylitol, and nicotine. So you can't be feeding your dog cigarettes is what I'm hearing. You know, they're trying to cancel everybody these days just for their lifestyle. Can you believe that? I'm just glad I, I'm glad I heard about this before the dog came for me to take care of because I was 
I was going to stock up on cigarettes to feed it. This liberal agenda, more like the gazpacho. Trying to tell you what to do with your dog. Telling me what cigarettes I can or can't feed my dog. It's ridiculous. Like, it's my dog. Can't take my dog to Flavortown. Making me give my dog American spirits only. Get out of here. I'm good. I've already bought a uh, a Joe Camel windbreaker for this dog. It's cool, you know? It is cool. No, it's Camel. Cool is a different brand of cigarettes. Yeah. Cool for dogs. Dogs are cool, and that's why they smoke cigarettes. That's why they smoke cool. If smoking cigarettes with your dog is not cool, I don't want to be cool. Or what? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they've evolved next to humans, uh, so they have a better ability to communicate with humans than any other animal in the entire world. How cool is that? Speaking of cool dogs. Pretty cool. How many dogs do you think there are in the entire world? Individual dogs. Uh, I'll say that there are like five billion dogs. Um, okay. Well, that's, you know... You're, you're, you're way overshooting it, but there are between 700 and 987 million dogs. That's a lot of dogs. Let's get to a billion dogs. Let's get to a billion dogs. Why the humane, not? The Humane Society wants that, right? They want more dogs. Yeah, absolutely. I know, Don't spay or neuter your I know, dogs. I, was say, I know Bob Barker keeps telling you to spay and neuter your pets, but we need to get to a billion dogs. Dogs are kind of like Kylie Jenner in that we need to all work together to get them to a billion Dollars for Miss Jenner. I agree. Let's get there, folks. Dogs, a billion of them, please. Get these dogs private planes. <laughs> we need the dogs to take three-minute flights between neighborhoods in Beverly Hills. Uh, Jeff asks at Tribal Council how important trust is at this point in the game, and Rafe talks about how paranoia is starting to set in. Jeff asks if Gary has lied, and he says absolutely not. And Judd also agrees he's on, he has never lied, which is, in fact, a lie. Because he lied about the idol placement, which is so funny. Because our favorite guy, Gary Hawkins, gets up and gives Jeff the idol. How great was that, right? Pretty great. Also, I so originally, they uh, you, you couldn't play it. Uh, after the the votes were cast? Um, originally, yeah, you had to play it before the votes were cast, and I think this was the only time they did it in th- that way, with, like, the yeah. only idol, you know? Obviously, it's it, less it happens fun. later. Yeah, I think... It was still a good moment, but, like, it's much better when it gets revealed after everyone's already voted. I think that was, like, a very quick course correction. Like, I'm, I'm sure there was some producer off-camera just being like, Oh, how much better would this have been if he played it after the votes were cast? Because it's it's so much more dramatic now. Um, so Gary plays the idol, which is great. So they vote. Cindy gets one vote, which was surprising to me because I forgot Cindy existed. I feel like that's, there's a lot of people like that this season that just are not on camera at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stephanie got two votes and Bobby Job got five votes. One placement better than last season, though. So all he has to do yeah, is... Yeah, he made the merge. Good for him. And the jury, which was his goal. His lifetime goal, apparently. Yeah, I'm, he gets to hang out in uh, Ponderosa for the rest of this, so good for him. Yeah, but this was before the days of... Um, do they, is that show called Ponderosa? I don't I have, know. Well, they haven't done it in so long, or we haven't watched it in so long. I kind of forgot. Um, okay, so who do you think is winning? Uh, I'm sticking with Rafe. Do you still want Rafe to be the winner, or are you rooting for anybody I else? I do. Wow. What's it going to take for you to root for Jeff? For Jeff? What's it going to take for you to, to root for Jeff to insert himself into the game? I'm always rooting for that. That's not specific to this season. <laughs> when are you, when are you going to start rooting for Gary Hawkins to win? I've I know that he doesn't win. I'm rooting for him spiritually, but I know that he doesn't win. No. Well, he who has no faith. Um, okay, well, let's move on to the next segment then. Did you watch the challenge USA last night? Yeah, there's a classic. 
I did. That's great. I have. Tr- I'm starting this. I'm trying this new thing, uh, where I don't take any notes for it. Uh, so, Thomas, it's on you. What 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 happened? Give me a quick summary of what happened in the Challenge USA. Uh, they had a challenge. Well, first of all, Ben had a weird laugh. Yeah, that's not new. And then they they had uh, a challenge where they had to like run to some barrels and they had to take some stuff out of the barrels and then they had to swim. Okay. So here's what I, I was not sure about was were all of the barrels, like just a series of like seven or eight zeros. And then there was one, one somewhere in the code. I think so. I wasn't, I'm going to be honest with you. I was not paying super close attention. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah, it was fine. You know, it's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't need to internalize any details. I just know that they will get to the end at some point and that will determine who the winner is. And uh, I get Tyson won, right? Tyson won the challenge. Tyson and his partner, Kasha, won the challenge. Kasha, I literally don't pay attention enough to the show to remember how to pronounce her name. And I feel bad about that. And, um... Was it a was it a big brother, one of the big brother people that lost? It was two people I hadn't heard of. Um Yes. It was two people I hadn't heard of either, so I I I'm inclined to agree. Okay, so yeah, they go and then uh I kind of skimmed all of the house stuff after this. I wasn't paying super close attention. Um it was I know people are annoyed with Leo, which is correct because I find Leo very annoying. He's like a cat. That's all I learned from this episode. He is like a cat. Yeah, what did he um I just have in my notes Leo fucking sucks, man, and I think it was when he made some sort of joke. <laughs> I don't remember what the joke was. That's not helpful. Everything everything that featured Leo this episode was just like eye roll annoying. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and Tyson uh, talked and were like, you know, like we're solid together. We trust each other. But then Tyson was like, I don't trust her or Ben because they voted me out on survivor. Fair. And so Tyson uh, gets wind that Ben might be turning on him. And he talks to Danny and is like, I think I'm going to go after uh, Ben. But then he ends up going after Sarah instead. Because mm-hmm. um, I think for some reason, I don't remember what the reason was for it. But anyway. Because um, um, she was partnered with Leo. And none of the women in the house wanted to be partnered with Leo in the future. That's that was his reasoning, was. but I, I was a little suspect of that. It seemed like he wanted to take a shot at Ben and was willing to take out Sarah to do that. Which is fine. He should be willing to take yeah. out Sarah. I was very pleased by this development. In, in, the, in the Tyson versus Ben feud that's apparently happening now, I am Team Tyson all the way. I like Tyson, Tyson so maybe. much more than Ben. I like him way more than Ben. I like him way more than Sarah. Yep. And if uh, Danny is going to be his main survivor ally, like that is a no brainer. Wow. I can't believe you're anti the team that wants to make America great again. Yeah. It's a shame that I'm not rooting for the, uh, the cop and the troop. Yeah. I'm all about the football player. And uh, <laughs> what does, what does Tyson do? Um, he goes on reality TV at this point in his life. Yeah. I like that. I support um, him. Initially he was a, professional cyclist i think though i like that too uh and then yeah i don't know what he does these days but i think he's just a cool dude who goes on shows i like every once in a while yeah i'm into it (laughs) that that should be like the Uh, the bottom third for tyson tyson guy who goes on tv shows every once in a while that jake likes that's right um, so yeah, they, uh, he sends in Sarah and Leo and, uh, unfortunately they win. Yeah. It was the one Leo, time Leo's I was rooting really against the survivor he, in this show. Yeah. Leo actually does have a very smart way of doing the challenge, but he calls it like Leo's quadratic equation, like thing. I was and so, so he finds a way to ruin even when he plays well <laughs> and they win. And, uh, yeah, Tyson's annoyed and I'm annoyed. Yeah. So that's, that's where we, and then they don't show us what the teams are because the show loves to tease. <sighs> yeah. They're like, uh, back into the wrestling corner of Bray Wyatt. Um, they, 
Yeah, I was so. They had to like stack some discs too. That was the, the the final challenge was that they they had to go into like a thing where they couldn't see, and I think maybe they had to grab oh. the discs from there. I didn't realize and then that they had to like stack n- them in the right order. I didn't realize not being able to see was part of that challenge. I thought they. I was so confused by that challenge. They were like film canisters or something of varying sizes, and then they had to stack them to make them level with the pole they were stacking them on or something i wasn't I'll, i wasn't paying can you tell that we're not that <laughs> invested in this season <laughs> like i'm rooting for i'm rooting for tyson and desi and um whatever other survivors are on this season danny danny yeah for danny. forgot about danny oh yeah danny and his lovely wife kiki uh who like he likes to mention her a lot which is fair I like that he was like, if I die, you can have all the money by yourself, like a nice bag or something. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Uh, Danny's a wife guy, which I relate to a lot. um, And that's good. Is there anybody else from Survivor Salon? I guess there was Shan, but she got got eliminated, unfortunately. I think that's everybody. Mm. Well, there's some survivors on the next season of The Real Show, so that's exciting. Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom. Not Tom. Uh, you can follow the show at DYWSLN. It is the initials of the show, and everybody loves some good initials. On Instagram, we're the only Survivor podcast. We have some shows on Patreon as well. Thomas, give me a shout out for one of these Patreon shows. What do you want to? We're going back to the OG, or should I say, the JJ? <laughs> Just Joey. Just Joey. Yes. <laughs> we uh, we've never watched Friends. And we won't, but we've also never watched Showy, and we will. That's cheap. How much does that one, Thomas? Do you, do you remember? Uh, is it five thousand a month? It is either five or ten thousand a month. Uh, I think it might be ten thousand a month. Uh, you can look that up at Patreon.com/slash/JustPodcasts. Um, it's good. Uh, we we should thank the listeners at this point. I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. Please, uh, you know, uh, like and subscribe. Yep. That's it. Give us five stars. Yep. Uh, on any of the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, LinkedIn, maybe. I don't know. Um, oh, Thomas, I was going to say before we started recording, um, we are... On the last episode, before we go back over our episode titles. So we need to try really hard this episode to come up with some good episode titles. Okay. Uh, I've, got f- I've got four marked down so far. Um, I don't remember what they are at this point, but I've got the minute markers down. So if you have any other, uh, any other ideas for anything, here's... Now, as, as Jeff likes to say, now's the time to play it. Okay. So far, you're not, you're not offering uh, anything great. Okay is not going to be an episode. <laughs> that's the best I got. You should call the episode title Fart. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the best I could do. Okay. Well, um, you can come back next week. Uh, we're going to do the next episode of Survivor Guatemala and be crowning uh, the best episode title of the last 25 episode titles. And I guarantee it won't be fart. Okay. Well, that's that's reassuring. You know, I, I try so hard to come up with good episode titles every week. And they got to be organic, man. I think maybe it's the problem is you're trying too hard. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I have nothing. To, I have nothing to, to say in response to that. I excuse me for trying hard. You know, I I and getting so far, but in the end, didn't even matter. It's not even. That's not even the early two thousands hard rock song that we go out with. You know that we're doing <laughs> in honor of the eleventh season of Survivor. It. We could change it. Why would we do that? Well, it's Lincoln Park, right? Is that the Lincoln Park song? Yeah, it is Lincoln Park. That is not Finger Eleven. It's not Finger Eleven, and it is the eleventh season. I was th- well. Maybe I wouldn't be. Maybe I wouldn't be trying to change to another song if you had picked an actual. You had picked Paralyzer, which is an actual actual banger, and not 
the fucking lame ass one that you picked. But it's a good song, and I love having it stuck in my head for four days every week. <laughs> in no way did this backfire on me, like when I tried to chug that hard seltzer earlier. If you if you if you traded it all for one thing, wouldn't that be something? All right, well, have a great summer. <laughs> Deuces. Restless tonight. Cause I wasted the light Between both these times I drew a really thin line It's nothing I planned And not that I can But you should be mine Across that line If I traded it all If I gave it all away for one thing just for one thing If I sorted it out If I knew all about Something Would that be something? It's gotta be one of the worst things we've ever It's so bad It'd be. You should find a way to get um, Lifehouse for one of them, for uh, you and me and all the people. Oh, yes, that's yes, that's the one I always confuse this Even one with. I know, I don't wanna know. Yeah, I guess I know. I just hate how it sounds. If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing, and just for one thing. If I sorted it out If I knew all about this one thing Wouldn't that be something? If I traded it all If I gave it all I learned this weekend in the Sin City Remember recently I was telling you about a birthday party that we went to for a friend of ours And their mom got hit in the head with a baseball? Like a foul ball. Oh yes, I do remember you telling me about that. And you, you had no memory of this. I learned recently, this weekend, I should say. Uh, you have no memory of it because it was not a friend of ours. It was a friend of Ian's. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I would. So de- you that's the thing. Is like I would there. definitely remember that. Yeah, it was tragic. I, I think she ended up being fine, but. Uh, we missed like two entire innings of the game And when I finally looked back up at the game They had just continued the game It's like oh this wasn't as tragic For everybody else in the stadium as us Game's gotta keep going Yeah, but The show must go on All the way for one thing Just for one thing If I sorted it out If I knew all about This one thing If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing, just for one thing, if I sorted it out, if I knew all about this one thing, wouldn't that be something? If I traded it. It's, uh, you know, it makes you mad. Bless you. Oh, thank you. I was, I'm allergic to jerks like Jamie. <laughs>